Hey everyone, it's Charlie Morgan and welcome to another video. Today, I'm gonna to be walking you through a mistake that I recently made um, and that some of my team members made that was stopping us from growing. And this is a mistake that pretty much every single person makes. So if you currently find it hard to get clients and if you're struggling to acquire new customers and predictably, consistently, reliably generate appointments or sales for your business, this mistake is likely to blame. This nearly destroyed my business, right? <laughs> We're doing around $500,000 a month at the moment and a very good position with a great reputation and this mistake was afoot among my team it's entirely my fault as it always is if you have a team it all falls down to you um, and I didn't realize that we were slipping into this mistake so in this video I'm going to basically explain what mistake we made and the two the two cases in point of us making it and I'm hoping that by explaining this uh, it will help you recognize this in your business because this ugly thing it manifests in lots of different ways when it comes to business in terms of acquisition in terms of keeping clients and other systems that you have all fall prey to this so I'm hoping that by the end of you watching this video you'll be able to avoid it or at least be more cognizant of it so you can avoid it in the future That's get into the video. All right, so all I want to know in life is where I'm going to die so that I don't go there. It's a quote from Charlie Munger that basically summarizes the principle or mental model of inversion. And it basically explains that it's more important in life and business to know what you shouldn't do than you should because the mistakes tend to cost you more towards your success than the equivalent um, growth trajectory of doing the right thing. Doing the wrong thing is worth like not doing the wrong thing is worth more than doing the right thing. So let's hop into this and I'm going to explain what this is and how we basically made this mistake. Because if you can learn this mistake and avoid it, you're going to be more successful. So this, I'm going to call it process drift. I don't know if it has an official name. You could call it entropy, but I don't really think entropy applies because process drift happens when when a human makes a mistake. Entropy happens because systems degrade over time, right? So it's called process drift. And the short answer of, of what process drift is, is it's when you or a member of your team or someone that works for you drifts away from a process that's working. Now, let me explain, because there's two forms of, um, there's two forms of how this manifests. So you've got process drift and you've got process switch. So process drift is the one that the people who tend to be more successful succumb to. And process switch is the one that happens when people are less likely to be successful or are less successful. Process switch is very simple. This is when you keep switching between variables. So let's say client acquisition. Let's say you've got a sales script. Process switch would be you do 10 sales calls, you close no deal, so you switch to a different process. This is where most people who start businesses, they're very jumpy with their variables. They're very jumpy with their systems. For example, a process switch would be if you were in a niche, you were in that niche for three months, you didn't get any clients, and so you switched to another niche. People who do that can never be successful. Because in order for a tree to grow tall, its roots have to grow down first. And it's just the same thing in business. If you're trying to build a company, you have to pick one niche, one market, one problem, one solution, and grow your roots down before you can grow up. So growing up is denoted by you making money and receiving income and the freedom you want in your life. But before those things can come to you, you have to grow down, right? And you've got to dig, in, dig your roots into that niche and understand it well enough, which takes, trust me, longer than three months. So process switch, pretty self-explanatory. Once you get past process switch, which is chopping and changing between things all the time, the next big enemy is process drift, right? And this is the problem that we've been facing recently and one that I've had to correct. Rule of thumb in business, especially with client acquisition, if you have a process that is working, do not fuck with it. So I'm gonna give you a metaphor that my mentor once gave me. So imagine that you are on a desert island, right? And here's a palm tree for argument's sake. It looks more like a volcano, right? But whatever. So let's say that you're on a desert island here, right? And this is you, right? And you're on a desert island. 
Now, I want you to imagine that this island represents your business. Now, what we're going to draw is a pipe. So bear with me here. So this pipe, maybe it comes from like another mainland island over here or something, right? Blah, 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 blah. There's a big island with people on it. So there's a pipe that goes from the mainland to your island. And in this pipe is food and water and things you need to survive. And it spills out onto your island. And that pipe is basically your lifeline. This gives you everything you could need. From a business perspective, what is lifeline? It's appointments right? Appointments, but more importantly, cash, because appointments prevent, give you cash. Cash prevents you from dying. That's cash is the number one reason we try to make cash is to prevent our business from dying. Cash is oxygen to a business, right? And so you've got this pipe. The number one rule of living on this island, i.e. the number one rule of growing a business is do not fuck with the pipe, right? If you've got something that's generating you money or making you successful or helping you grow a company, don't fuck with it. The problem is something we call frog in boiling water metaphor, right? Now, actually, let me give you the example because I can explain how this works with a better example. So my head setter, the first I'm going to give you is a guy called Will. He's one of my closest friends and he does appointment setting for us. Will can typically book us anywhere between 150 to 300 appointments a month. Will is a pipe. And what I mean by this is I'm here on a desert island, right? Like this, with, with, a, with a limited food supply on my business. Will is a pipe that flows food and water onto the desert island for me. That's how I'm looking at this, right? And so I'm always careful with Will not to fuck with him. Not to fuck with his process, not to fuck with his system, to keep everything it is as the same. You want to combat entropy with, with minor iteration and improvement, but you don't want to change or switch the process. But what happens over time is people, when left unattended, drift away from the process. So for example, with, Real, with Will recently, we noticed a sort of slow, slow decline in appointments. Nothing where it's been like off like that, but just a sort of slow decrease in trend over the last few months of appointments going down. Will looked into this, right? And he realized that what he'd done, he, st he was sending voice notes to get um, prospects to like cold, cold DMing, right? So what Will does, he's really fucking good at it. And over here, a couple months ago, he, was, he had this version one of this voice note. And version one was king. Right, version one had the crown on it. This had the 10% reply rate, the 5% appointment booking rate, the reliable, consistent, steady flow of appointments was, was generated by version one. The frog in boiling water metaphor basically states that if you put a frog in boiling water, it will jump out of the boiling water, or at least it will try. If you put a frog in cold water and slowly heat that water up over a long enough period of time, the frog will cook because the frog won't realize it's being boiled alive because the, the, the contrast is so gradual. It's like if you're going to get in a hot bath, right? If you, if you try and get in a hot bath straight away, like you're going to, oh my God, you'll, you'll fucking like, you'll, you'll feel like you're burning your skin and it'll be too hot and you'll get out. But if you sit in a cold bath and then slowly warm it up until it obviously it's boils and you're probably going to get out. But the point is, is how it works. Human beings, we do not notice big contrasts if they happen slowly. And so what Will basically had done here is he had, he had version one, which was working. And over the course of maybe three to six months, Will gently iterated on this without even realizing it. He might have iterated on it because he, he sent one voice note one time to one person. They said it was, a, they, they, they said they didn't like it. So he made an unconscious change. Process drift is basically the slow, steady drift, the very slow drift away from a process that works for no other reason than the unconscious mind either self-sabotaging or just not realizing what it's doing. And so when I was in Dubai with Will, I was listening to him send some of his voice notes and I noticed that they were way different, like way, way, way different from what he used to send because I used to listen to him send them before. And so 
to me, when I was a third person, because I hadn't listened to Will Send voice notes for like four or five months. So when I, that's the first, that's the last time I listened to him was like four or five months ago. And then I listened to him a couple of weeks ago or a week ago when I was in Dubai with him and he was sending these voice notes. And I thought, fucking hell, that is completely different. Like that voice note sounds in every way, shape and form different from what you sent before. The tone is different. The pacing is different. The words are different. The call to action is even a little bit different. It just sounded way different. To me, I was the frog that was being put straight into boiling water. I was like, Will, what the fuck? Like, what is this voice note? Why have you changed it? But Will was like, oh, what do you mean? There's nothing wrong with it. And then he went back and listened to his original voice notes and was like, holy fuck, like I've completely changed this. And so this slow but steady decline was just process drift. It was us moving away from something that was working very slowly. And so I asked you now, and I'm going to ask you now in your business, what have you been drifting away from? Because if you're not monitoring this and watching this, real bad things happen. Another example has happened with my YouTube channel where for a couple of like a couple of months, I was doing really great videos on YouTube with a very specific theme, very specific scripting, like not that they're scripted, but there was a, there was, I was in a good groove with it. And then over the course of a few months, my video style changed and they didn't do as well. And I was like, what the fuck? Why am I doing different videos <laughs> to you guys? If you hadn't watched, if you watched them two months apart, three months apart, you'd be like, these videos are completely fucking different because I've been doing it gradually and I'm in the trenches with it. I couldn't notice. And so that's one example with Will, with this one voice note that worked incredibly well for us. But over time, it was just, it was drifted and drifted and drifted away until it was completely unrecognizable. But to Will, it almost seemed identical because it, it happened over a long period of time directly inside of his perception. It's a very fucking, it's a very dangerous, slow death. And, and, and this is partly why businesses fail is because the business finds a process that works and then people start doing it. Like the founder sets the precedent for what works and then someone comes in and starts using that process, but slowly starts drifting away from what the founder initially intended it to be executed on the first place. So that's the first example. Now, the second um, example is one of my sales reps, right? I'm not going to name names, but one of my sales reps had a bit of a slump recently. Uh, one month period, he was, he's a killer right? And he's an absolute demon. But he had this month, this sort of six week period where he wasn't closing too well. And the things weren't going that great. And so I listened to some of his sales calls and exactly the same thing had happened. It was process drift. His, his questioning was fine. His objection handling was okay. But his pitch, the way he pitched what we sold was completely unrecognizable to the original process that I gave him. And so I went back and I listened to his calls like, I mean, a few months ago, fucking banging, on point, brilliant pitching. Then I listened to the ones recently and they were nowhere near as good. And they were like random. He added random stuff. They were like double the length. The tone was all over the place. It was weird. And I was, I said to him, look, mate, this is the problem. But I said, to, I asked him before, I was like, what do you think the problem is? He was like, I don't know. I just feel like I, I, I'm not closing anymore. I, ah, I just, it's not working anymore. If something used to work and no longer works, there is always cause and effect. It's not just some magical woo-wah. Oh shit. It, the, the process doesn't work anymore. No, no, no. It's kind of like, if you take a cold calling script, right? If it works really well today and in two weeks time, it doesn't work well at all. Markets don't shift in two week periods. They shift in two year periods. So I said this to a client the other day who, who did this cold. He was like, he's used to booking like four to five appointments a day through cold calling. And then he came to me and was like, Charlie, I didn't book any appointments yesterday. I, I don't think the script is working as well. And I said, dude, I said, markets shift in 24 month timeframes, not in 24 hour timeframes. So you have to, because you know, what happens then is he takes this prayer as one bad day 
And then he started iterating the script. Just gently, but enough of those iterations and he drifts away from the thing that works. And so with this sales rep, he just, he'd, he'd iterated it to the point where the process was unrecognizable. But to him, it was recognizable and seemed like it had affinity and succinctness to the original version because he'd done it so slowly and so gently. And it's the frog in boiling water. He was boiling in this water, but he didn't realize it. So when I stepped in the same water as him, I was like, fuck me, that is boiling. I'm not getting in there. But to him, he was just sat there like, oh, this is just what it's normally like. Like, am I not, what am I doing wrong? And so, you know, he had version one, which was working. And then he had this sort of slow decline in sales over two months. And then you can literally map it. You can go and listen to his, I mean, you can't, I can't, but he could go and listen to his calls and just defi- he was like, okay, well, this week I, I made it a little bit longer and then I added this and then I removed this. And then it's like, it's a completely different thing. This is very subtle. It's the slow march of, of time. And the reason that this happens, right? And I'll leave you with this. Is there's a human, there's a, there's a bias, a cognitive bias in the human mind called the intervention bias. Now it's not the bias towards liking and loving the, single best sniper on Modern Warfare 2, rest assured, the intervention bias is different than that. So the intervention bias, you can look this up, is basically as human beings, especially conscientious human beings like you and I, we like to tinker with things and we like to fuck around with things. Basically, we like to change shit and we like to try and improve stuff. There is a point at which improvement is unnecessary. And this is the problem with people nowadays, especially you. And I'm calling you out specifically because you probably want to see improvement in every area of your life. You're probably addicted to improvement. You watch self-improvement YouTubers. You want growth. You want development. You want success. You constantly want to be on a trajectory towards growth. That's fine to explore in your personal life. But when it comes to systems, there is a point at which you must say enough is enough and settle for what you have. And people become way too fucking polarized towards improvement. And so... Let me, let me give you a thought experiment here. Let's say your goal is to get your marketing agency or your coaching business to $10,000 a month. If you, if you have an appointment booking rate on your cold emails of 1%, let's take this as an example. Your appointment booking rate is 1%, which means if you send 100 cold emails a day, you book five, you book one appointment a day. Let's say you do that for 20 days straight over a month. It means you book 20 appointments. Fair enough, right? Makes sense. One appointment a day from 100 cold emails. So you can book 20 appointments a month from 100 emails a day. Let's say you're okay at sales. So every time you, you book an appointment, they all show up for argument's sake. And let's say you convert five of them, right? 25%. Then you are two months away from $10,000 a month. But people fuck with their shit. Like if you just, if you get a 1% appointment booking rate, you are two months of consistency away with a 25% sales conversion rate to 10 grand a month. And let's say that your sales conversion rate is 5%. Well, then you're five months away or, t- or 10 months away, whatever that looks like. But my point here is you don't need miraculous key performance indicators. You don't need incredible numbers. You just need something that's good enough to fulfill the goal and to give it time and consistency. I would rather have an appointment booking system that generates a 1% ABR and have that run at high volume for years on end than to process switch and process drift between different variables and then one month I book a load of appointments and the next month I book none. Because when you're on a desert island like this, you've got to ask yourself, would you rather have a pipe that that consistently sends you food? Maybe not a lot of food, but enough to keep you afloat and enough for you to fulfill your desires and dreams on this, but just slowly? Or would you rather have a pipe that sometimes is extremely wide and gives you so so much food you can't eat it, but sometimes it's really narrow and sends you nothing for months on end? Because most people operate their businesses like this pipe because they're impatient and you must be patient in business. You need to just accept, look, if I, because you have to think about it, let's say you do a hundred cold calls a day. You book one appointment a day from those hundred cold calls. 
You're, if you cold if you cold call for six months, that's 120 appointments. Let's say 80 of them show up. And let's say that you're not that great at sales, so you can only convert 10%. You get eight clients. They each pay you $2,000 a month at $16,000 a month, just because you were consistent for six months and you didn't fall prey to the intervention bias. Because most people's mindset goes immediately to, oh my God, my appointment booking rate is only 1% and I've got to do all this work to get these appointments. Oh my God, no, I can't. Fuck. Just settle. It's fine. Okay? And yes, you can try to improve it and you can try to, you know, iterate and, and, and scale and stuff like that. But there comes a point where you hit a point of diminishing return where the additional effort required to improve the performance or the conversion rate is not asymmetric enough or doesn't represent enough value in return for you to actually do it considering how much work it takes or how risky it is. Because if you've got the pipe that can get you to 10 grand a month in six months, why would you fuck with it just because it might be able to get you there two months earlier? You know, you fuck with the pipe, maybe it shaves three months off of your off of your ability to achieve your goal, but maybe it also completely destroys your ability to get your goal. Maybe it's 50-50. Do you really want to take that chance? Business is about risk assessment. Business is about patience and success is about gradual slow growth towards a goal. And then eventually what happens is you hit a point of critical mass, your business achieves something called escape velocity, and then you scale and all that good shit. But beware of this. Beware of the slow decline and process drift from something that works. Next time you want to intervene with the system, next time you catch yourself being emotional with the metrics and trying to change shit, don't. Even if you have a 0.5% appointment booking rate, you do 200 cold calls a day, you do 200 cold calls every two days, that's one appointment every two days, that's 10 a, that's 10 a month. Over the course of five months, that's 50 appointments. 40 of them show, 10 of them sign. It's not hard to build a company. It's hard to be patient. If you enjoyed this video, I encourage you to subscribe. If you need help getting clients and you want more stuff like this in way more detail, if you want more education on how to keep your mind in control, there's a link in the description. It takes you through to a sales video of me trying to sell you my program. Because this is, I teach this in like way more detail. This is, this, this scratches is like 0.2% of, of the, of how deep this sort of shit goes. But you need to control your mind. So if you want more knowledge on how to do this, click the first link in the description. You don't have to click it. I don't care. These videos, I make them for free to help you. But if you do want to explore what we do and potentially buy my thing, you can do it. Full transparency. It's designed to sell you something. It's a funnel. It's there to pitch you. I'm not going to try and put you through some sort of fucking webinar or sell you a course that ends in a seven. No, it's a sales video. Check it out if you want to. I don't care. Like the video if you liked it. Helps me help you. Comment if you disagree. Take care. Talk to you later.